listener production. Okay, are you recording? Hey, crew. Before we get to the Greg Norman player profile and how pumped am I that Greg Norman is on the show, his full episode next Thursday, you need to listen to it to find out all about Live Golf and what has been going on behind the scenes. So the Live event is on in Adelaide, April 21 to 23. So popular, it is already sold out. But don't worry, you can get ticket to Live Golf's Adelaide Hospitality Experiences. Unbelievable way to watch the golf. Selling out fast, so you need to jump on and get yourself there. Just visit livegolf.com slash events slash Adelaide. That's livegolf.com slash events slash Adelaide and you will have a wonderful, wonderful position to watch the golf. All right, let's get to Greg Norman's player profile. Greg Norman's full episode is out next week about Live Golf. It's going to blow your socks off. It'll give you a true understanding of what he's doing, but he is now here for the player profile. You've done some hard things in your life. Are you ready for the Howie Games player profile questions, Greg? Uh, buddy, I've got a great heat shield. Try, try, try and penetrate it. <laughs> All right. Nicknames I always start with, but for you, you know as the Great White Shark. Very briefly, short answers. Who gave you the Great White Shark nickname? It was the uh, land of Constitution, 1981. I was leading the U.S. Masters after two rounds, um, and they didn't know who the hell Greg Norman was. I had long blonde hair, and I went into the uh, <laughs> press room, and I said, I dive with sharks off the Queensland coast. I do this, I do that, blah, blah, blah. Next minute, Saturday morning, great white shark leads U.S. Masters. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what was the first job you ever had, the first thing you ever did, mm. even as a kid that you got paid for? Um, I worked in a match factory. I worked in a match factory <laughs> peeling the bark off the off the um, uh, uh, cylinders of wood that were cut. And they were always hot, right? So you had to wear protective inside the knee. That's why my inner thighs were pretty strong, I believe. Right. And then you had this kind of like blade, two, a two-handle blade where you go down there and then you twist it off and you turn down there and you twist it off. And then you pick it up and then you put it in a roller and it would roll off and you get the little match. And then to go down there and drop it down. That was my first paid job, and it was a brutally hot, physically physical labor job. What What were you getting paid? Oh my gosh, I can't remember that. But my first job in a in a pro shop for uh, Charlie Earp was making like thirty two bucks a week. Aussie, that was it. <laughs> You've kicked on. What was your? <laughs> I'm fascinated by this with you. What was your first ever car? My first ever car that I bought myself was a Holden Tirana, and it was bright orange. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you own your own steak restaurant, you own your own wine range, but if people are coming around to your house, can you cook and what's your number one go-to dish to cook? Uh, yes, I can cook. I do a phenomenal job of cooking my uh, Wagyu beef, That um, the largest importer of Australian Wagyu beef yes. in the United States. So people are always fascinated. Uh, so I do give them a, like a number eight cut marbling steak. I prep it outside on the barbie <laughs> on a hot grill. I give them a choice of uh, pinots or red wine. You know, I have a selection of stuff. Uh, most people over here kind of are, are very uh, adept in uh, drinking pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a good feed. So three people can come, Greg, to this dinner of yours any time that you've met, you haven't met history. It's a tough one to answer off the top of your head, but who are the three people that are getting an invite to Greg Norman's Wagyu? In the history, in the people that I – okay, I would, I would want to – this is going to be an interesting one for you. I would want the Secretary of Defence – under Reagan, right? Under 
President Bush 41 and under President Clinton. And I'd sit down and say, why the f- are we in all these world wars as strong as what America is? That's a good point. Why are we in the why are we in this situation where the free world is dictated to by these thugs? Why? As as much technology, sophistication, military might, all this stuff, you know, and why you look at Ukraine. What the hell is going on in Ukraine? Right. Yeah, it's... So that that's I'd love to have that conversation. Right. So those three are coming now. I don't imagine you get a great deal of time. Mm-hmm. What are you currently listening to? Um, my I listen to music all the time. Um, in the winter time, in my gym, which is right behind us, uh, I'm very lucky to have my own gym. I always have. I in winter time when it's dark early, I don't put the lights on. I turn the music up really loud, so I work out in the dark. And I just get into my own, uh, you know, proprioception, where you are in space and time, carrying heavy weights, doing this and that. I enjoy doing that. So I, I'm a bit of a music guy, um, and it's just a broad cross section of music. Okay, a bit of everything. Like like last night, I listened to Dido. Um, okay. Night before that, I listened to the old Michael Jackson hits. Um, right. Then I would listen to Adele. Um, and then you know we got a great um, uh, you know, on my phone. I got a great chill session that I had. Then I listened to some really good, you know, energizing techno music when I'm in the gym and I got my pods in. I'm going like this, and especially when I'm on the road and I'm in a, in a hotel gym and when yep. you don't want to hear people coming up to you and asking you questions. Yep, got ya. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite movie of all time, Greg Norman. Oh, Birdcage. Birdcage, yeah, great film. Birdcage, great film. Yeah. So when you were a young fella in Queensland, racing home from school, and you weren't going out to go to the beach or play golf, etc., and you're allowed to watch TV, we're going back a bit now. What What was your number one go to show? My oh my gosh, I think the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. Oh, it might have been Bonanza too. Lone Ranger or Bonanza was one of those. <laughs> Do you listen to podcasts? And if so, give me a recommendation. I don't really. Um, I should do. I really do. Um, I don't just don't have the time. Trust me. I, when I get in the car in the morning, I'm on the phone yep. to London speaking to my CFO. So I speak to all the way to the office. And so I, I really don't. What's the best piece of advice you've been given? A brief piece of advice you've been given in your life? Um, Jack Welsh, playing golf with him one day at a golf club. And he said to me, it just started my business at that time. And he said to me, Greg, find something the masses want. Huh. And, I, and he said, it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's just a match. If you sell a trillion matches, you're going to be successful. He said, find something the masses want. So he was the head of GE, right? Yep. Um, so he, he could, uh, he, you know, he understood consumer product and he or I like kindred spirits because he didn't go to university. I didn't go to university. He was a street smart guy. He learned from the street, understanding what feeling, what the people and the energy was coming. I took that piece of information to Greg Norman collection and, and just understood what SKUs weren't working and just identify, was it the color? Was it the stitching? Was it the yoke? Was it the uh, fabric? What was it? So, 
eliminate that and just, you know, just because you're listening to your consumer. Uh, and, and I've done that a lot with Live Golf too, by the way, listening to the consumer and what our audience is asking for, we're giving it back. This for you will be a tough one to answer because the circles you move in, but of all what we would call high profile or well-known people, people of profile that you have met, tell me someone that has made a really positive impression on you. Uh, President Bush 41 and President Clinton would be side by side. Wow. Now that, that, and then I want to go to, uh, actually I will elevate above that. It just came into my head. Yep. I was very, very lucky to spend some time with Nelson Mandela. Wow. When I sat with him at a dinner table and to hear this guy um, talk about his time in a quarry, just chiseling away at quartz and stones with no sunglasses on or anything like that, to, to, to come out of it and talk without any hatred, without any vindictiveness about all he wanted to do was just to do the best he could do for humanity, white and black. And he moved me probably more than anybody else in that probably hour and a half I had with him at a dinner table. I was speechless, absolutely speechless. Great answer. Last couple for you. Favourite holiday destination? Probably my boat. (laughs) (laughs) Bucket list destination. And you've been just about everywhere. Somewhere that you haven't been, you'd like to go. I would love to dive underneath the Antarctic ice pack. Oh, wow. That and go into outer space. But I I think uh, um, underneath the ice pack would probably be my number one choice. You can play one golf course in your prime on the day you are playing the best round of your life. Not in comp, just you're just flushing it all day every day. What's the golf course? Compass Course, Royal Melbourne. Well, that'll please the local listeners here. <laughs> what, if anything, scares you, Greg? I, there's nothing really scares me, to be honest with you. Um, no, I, would, I wouldn't say there's anything that – no, there's nothing that scares me. Now, this is the last question I have for you. People need to listen to your episode next week to give them a lift. But this is the most important question I have for you in the entire time. So as much as I'm frightened to do this because of your piercing glare, I need you to look me down (laughs) the zoom lens. Look me in the eye. Greg Norman, as a Queenslander, as a golfing legend, as the commissioner of live, as a husband, as a father, as a pa... And as a more importantly, a Queenslander, Greg, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? 100%. Yes. 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 Great answer. 100%. <laughs> I order it all the time. If I've, I don't eat a pizza very often, but it's always got pineapple on it. Greg, absolute privilege spending some time with you. Your full episode's out next week. Thanks for joining me on the Howie Games. Good luck with Liv. Can't wait to see you on Adelaide and everything moving forward. Thank you so much for all your generous time. Yeah, thanks, Howie. Thanks to all your listeners, and I look forward to getting back on with you anytime you want, Howie, in the future. Good on you, mate. Cheers, mate. What a fuck. For Greg Norman. <laughs> <laughs>